Welcome to this edition of the Board of Pharmacy Specialties podcast channel. I'm Ernest Wright, and I have the privilege to serve as the BPS Registration Manager, and I'm joined by Bill Ellis, Executive Director of the Board of Pharmacy Specialties, and the co-host for this series. Welcome, Bill. Thank you, Ernest. Today we have the opportunity to go global with our podcast discussion as we explore the growth of BPS certification around the world and gain an international perspective from today's guest. During my eight years at BPS, I've seen a tremendous growth in international candidates. In 2015, we tested in 25 different countries and now have board-certified pharmacists residing in over 40 countries outside of the U.S. Today's guest is going to provide a more in-depth look at that trend. We have, have Dr. Ahmad Batesh, the current dean of the Lebanese American University. Dr. Batesh has served as dean since September of 2015. Prior to that appointment, he was associate dean for academic affairs and served as the interim dean of the School of Pharmacy from October 2013 leading up to this current appointment. Dr. Batesh worked previously at the University of Michigan, where he was a clinical associate professor at the College of Pharmacy and clinical pharmacist and program director of the critical care special specialty residency at the University of Michigan Hospitals and Health Centers. At the hospital, Dr. Batesh was also the nutrition support team leader and a clinician team member of the Children's Intestinal Rehabilitation Program. He also served as co-chair of the Pharmacy Residency Advisory Committee, as well as a member of the leadership group at the College of Pharmacy. Dr. Batesh is a past president and board member of the Michigan Society for Parenteral and Enteral Nutrition and was secretary and treasurer of the Pharmacy Practice Section of the American Society for Parenteral and Enteral Nutrition, also known as ASPEN. He was one of the editors of the UMHHC Parenteral and Enteral Nutrition Manual, both the 8th and the 9th editions, and has served on the editorial boards of the Journal of Parenteral and Enteral Nutrition, known as JPEN, and the Nutrition in Clinical Practice publication. I am also pleased to say that he is a BPS board-certified nutrition support pharmacist. Dr. Batesh, welcome to the podcast. You're welcome, and I'm so happy to be with you today. Dr. Batesh, Bill mentioned that you are a board-certified nutrition support pharmacist. Can you tell us a little more about your pharmacy education and training? Definitely. Uh, I received my BS in pharmacy and then pursued my doctor of pharmacy at the Lebanese University in Beirut, Lebanon. Afterwards, I moved to the States where I completed my pharmacy practice residency at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. Uh, it was my goal to further advance my knowledge and practice skills, and the residency training was truly a life-changing experience that I believe shaped greatly my career path in a profound way. How did I get to nutrition support? I mean, when I was at Michigan, I was so intrigued by the interdisciplinary nature of nutrition support practice. It was a definite plus for me uh, being at a large tertiary care center that had at the time a fully dedicated nutrition support team, managing so many patients in the acute and chronic care settings. And that was so appealing to me with the complexity of patients and the difference that pharmacists and other healthcare colleagues were able to make in the lives of people. 
And it wasn't long after that I became a member of that team, joined the clinical faculty ranks at the College of Pharmacy, and became board certified in nutrition support in 1998. And since then, I've been recertified twice before. Great. So you have a wealth of experience in both Lebanon and the United States, and now you're back where you started your pharmacy education. Can you tell our listening audience more about Lebanese American University College of Pharmacy? Well, uh, commenting first about coming back to, to the roots, to me it was a kind of back migration, if you may, after spending 18 years in the U.S., and at the time I decided to return for coinciding uh, work opportunities at LAU and for family reasons. And I'm so grateful for being able to relate to both sides of education and pharmacy practice in Lebanon and the U.S. Uh, in brief, uh, the uh, School of Pharmacy at the Lebanese American University is one out of five pharmacy schools in the country. It is part of a large private university in Lebanon, which is LAU, and the university operates under a charter from the Board of Regents of the University of the State of New York. The university itself is accredited by NEASC, or the New England Association of Schools. Not surprisingly, that the School of Pharmacy at LAU has the only PharmD program outside the United States that is accredited by the Accreditation Council for Pharmacy Education, or ACP. The School of Pharmacy also is a member, a full member, of the American Association of Colleges of Pharmacy, or AACP. We enroll about 450 students every year, including students in the pre-pharmacy pool, in addition to four professional years. So all in all, we have 450 students. Every year, we graduate about 75 students with a BS in pharmacy, the old way, and 30 students for the PharmD. The five-year BS in pharmacy in Lebanon is still recognized for pharmacist licensure. In terms of geographical location, the school is located in the ancient coastal city of Biblos, which is about 26 miles north of Beirut, but it has its practice sites distributed throughout. One important aspect I would like to bring up is that the experiential education aspect for our students is divided between Lebanon and the U.S. There are four required advanced pharmacy practice experiences, or APIs, that are being conducted on U.S. territory, which is following accreditation requirements. So our students, our P4 students specifically, do go to the States, specifically to Houston Methodist, where they spent four full months doing the required APIs. So that is, in a nutshell, about the LAU School of Pharmacy. Dr. Batesh, can you comment on both the similarities and differences you see in clinical practice between the U.S. and, and Lebanon? Of course. Uh, myself, having had the opportunity to practice in the U.S. for almost two decades, and knowing the practice in Lebanon, I can say that by far, clinical pharmacy practice in the U.S. is cutting edge and way much better integrated into hospitals and health systems. 
And that is what we are trying to follow and aspire to in Lebanon while considering the differences in available resources, regulations, and systems. In the country, in Lebanon, clinical pharmacy practice is yet to catch up with the practice in the U.S. as well as with the advanced pharmacy education in Lebanon. In addition, the role of the clinical pharmacist in the country is yet to be fully recognized. While more resources and support are in the early development stages. So clinical pharmacy in general here is limited to a few hospitals that model U.S.-based practices, including our own university medical center. The LAU School of Pharmacy pioneered with its available faculty expertise as well as practice needs for its program, it pioneered the development of a faculty-based practice model at our own medical center in a way that is similar to the U.S. I mean interdisciplinary collaborative practice following the ASHP Practice Advancement Initiative and the pharmacist-patient care process of the Joint Commission of Pharmacy Practitioners. It's been in place for three years, and we've made quite a bit of progress at our own hospital level. In order to achieve that strategic goal of the school, we needed at first to develop the operational infrastructure of the pharmacy department and the medical center. And then we started right afterwards in introducing clinical pharmacy services through a faculty-based model. We've been successful in this undertaking, and I think this can provide a template for other pharmacy schools in the country and the region to advocate and lead the advancement in pharmacy practice. So in a nutshell, clinical pharmacy in Lebanon, it's still in its early stages of development. Okay, how, how are you seeing BPS board certification being used in your country and around the region, and why do you believe pharmacists outside of the U.S. are pursuing BPS board certification? I think that the most important drive for board certification in the country, I'm not sure exactly about the region, but there could be some similarities, is following the U.S. model, of advancing knowledge and skills, and importantly, is the individual's rewarding feelings of self-worth, competence, and sense of accomplishment. The value of board certification, however, I believe may not be fully appreciated or recognized as of yet in the country by employers or hospitals, and it is not well known to patients. But one observation I've had is that it is becoming more and more known to pharmacy students as they inquire about it once they see the faculty credentials, once they are introduced to the idea in one of the career opportunities courses that we offer, and they tend not only to ask about it, but to see its value. In, in many ways, that's similar to what we see here 
in the U.S. The you know role models that faculty uh, you know serve as for students, I think, um, encourage them to pursue this. You know, we have broad recognition among employers, but there are still some employers that need to fully appreciate the value of board certification. So, I you know, I think that's interesting. In in some ways, it's very similar. Uh, maybe at a little different place on the continuum, but but certainly similar. Similar issues there, for sure. Dr. Patesh, what are the major professional issues uh, that clinical pharmacists uh, in Lebanon are discussing? Definitely, when you hear pharmacy colleagues, you attend national meetings related to pharmacy practice, pharmacists have high aspirations to be part of an interdisciplinary team making a difference in patient outcomes. At the same time, they realize the challenges and the barriers that have delayed the broader implementation and advancement of clinical pharmacy practice. Uh, Just to name a few, first one comes to my mind is how can we demonstrate value be it in medication safety, improving patient outcomes, demonstrating value to hospitals and organizations and payers. That's one of the challenges. Another one, okay, we are aware and know of the practice standards for clinical pharmacy practice in the U.S., but we ought to look at those as a benchmark, develop our own, and implement them to the way they fit best our own environment. A third point that I consider a challenge after you can demonstrate value or in parallel is how can we be more integrated as pharmacists into the healthcare team? And the fourth one that comes to my mind, last but not least, is the matter of getting reimbursed for the services. I think these four points are being discussed whenever you bring up the issue or the matter of clinical pharmacy practice in Lebanon. And given your global perspective on pharmacy, what career advice would you offer our listeners who are outside of the U.S.? Well, probably I can summarize it in just a few points. Do not be afraid of stepping out of your comfort zone and leading or accepting change. We as pharmacists, we need to embrace change, continue to develop new skills, seek new learning opportunities, be it training, board certification, and equally important is putting patients first in our practice and never compromise any of the quality of the work that we do. Dr. Matej, that's great advice. Um, Thank you for sharing your thoughts um, with our podcast listeners. Are there any final thoughts that you would like to leave us with before we have to sign off for today? When I joint or pharmacy school, I knew little at the time, 
how much pharmacy as a profession can offer to the individual, to the patient, as well as to the community. Now, looking at it from a different angle, I'm a firm believer that pharmacy is a great profession that has a lot of more rewards to offer than what the eye can see. But this needs to be further explored to its highest potential. That's, that's a great message and really inspirational, and, and I think we'll all benefit from that, and I think that's what we're all striving for. This, is, um, this has been great having you, uh, having you on the podcast with us today. So, again, thank you. Likewise, I thank you very much for your time and, most importantly, for the opportunity that you have provided me with. Great. Stay tuned to the BPS radio channel on SoundCloud for future podcasts, including an episode on whether to pursue multiple BPS board certifications. Until next time, this is Ernest Wright for Bill Ellis, wishing all of our listeners continued professional success. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the BPS podcast series on the BPS podcast channel. Be sure to follow BPS on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. This podcast is brought to you by the Board of Pharmacy Specialties, hosted by William Ellis and Ernest Wright, produced and edited by Stephen Scarlatta. Be sure to look for BPS on the web at www.bpsweb.org.